0: Deliver the message. Now, all right, recording in three, two, one, go.
1: Hit it, DJ. I have mono, I can't do it.
2: (laughs) What do you usually say? (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a trap. Hey guys, welcome
3: back Just here with a Chance of Shade. I'm Michael. I'm Anthony. And I'm TJ. I'm Andy. Oh, producer Andy's in the house today. Well, he's always in the house, but saying? he's on the mic today.
1: Why are you guys both staring at me?
3: Because you're the leader. We're just expecting <gasps> you to take no, over. I have mono. Communications
2: major.
1: My, I have mono.
2: Michael has mono in the whole world. It's about to end. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's about to just implode. If you, if you live over. on Belmont campus,
3: you've probably heard that Michael has mono. He's, Everyone has he's mono. He's been spreading the word uh, very diligently.
1: I think it's sinful that someone gave me mono, and now I have to deal with
3: it. Have you been tested for mono?
1: Yes. I went to the doctor. Yesterday. Oh, so it's,
3: you actually have mono?
1: I have a mono-like virus that will turn into mono, because mono takes weeks to detect.
3: Dang. Interesting. When I had mono back in eighth grade, it was what? undetected for a whole month. Like, it, they, like it just showed up one day. and like, oh, yeah, you've, you've had, mono
1: you've had this it.
3: Whole time. So you so you don't even have it yet, but you're already seeing the symptoms?
1: Well, she, she claimed that um, since I have the symptoms, I probably have mono. They just can't detect it yet. Yeah,
3: they have to take a blood test yeah. for white blood cells well, and yeah, stuff. Well,
1: yeah, take a blood test, but it's, it cannot have been enough time for it
3: to, like, you know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Bummer, man. Crazy. Don't drop out. You're going to get me. very, I very think, tired. Yeah,
1: I feel fine. Like, yesterday, or two days ago, I slept from 2 in the afternoon until 9, peed, and then went back to bed, and woke up the next morning at 9. And like, wow. Oh,
3: oh. Yeah. It comes, like, sore tired. throat. No. Okay. You get the sore throat, and yeah. you get tired. I had a sore
1: throat the whole weekend, and I was kind of tired and sick. I said, like, I'm in Atlanta. No. I pushed
2: you just had How to was put, Atlanta? through.
1: <laughs> Atlanta was so fun. Pride Atlanta and Pride Nashville are two different things, and Pride Atlanta is literally so fun. Like, I get they have more money so they can like get better artists to come like, for the concerts and stuff, but it was just like, a completely different experience.
3: They have concerts for Pride? Yeah, they have concerts in Nashville, too.
1: That's sick. Yeah. I've never
3: been to either. I went to New York City Pride twice. Oh, well,
1: yeah, I figured there'd be concerts there.
3: I get, maybe there are, I don't know. I was, I just go to the parade. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> they have like politicians
1: and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Crazy. No? Yeah, so Mike Posner and BB Rexa were at the Atlanta Pride. Mike Posner, that's lit. Yeah, it was so good. randomly. I don't know. <laughs> that's
3: so good. He's still making music. Like I saw an interview of him he looks last year. He's like a hobo year. now. Yeah? yeah,
1: he's he's
3: all kind of like, oh my god, I was famous yeah. and now I'm not.
2: How was Memphis? It was lit. I
1: thought we had a no cell phone
2: rule. Hey, I'm glad you're hopping on board.
0: Hey, cell phone rule. <laughs>
2: Okay, but it was lit. I mean, it was nice to just go back home to your roots, to your roots. Mm. Yeah, just like to be more restorative and. Why didn't you
1: just say it was nice to be back home? Why did you Uh, go back home to your roots to be restorative?
2: (laughs) It is restorative. I'm not speaking the rest of the show.
1: Home either.
2: (laughs) Do Do you feel like coming back
3: on campus after spending a few days off campus? It's like you come back ready to just conquer. Everything in your path, like you just feel so much more relaxed.
1: No, I wanted to leave the oh, moment that, yeah. <laughs> I was driving into Nashville, I saw a Tall Hall. I said, Turn around now. Here I am, and I'm pissed.
3: Yeah, I get that. I guess just like walking, I just feel like you get kind of caught up in it, and then you start walking around and you see the people on campus, and you're like, Oh, I understand you. You're just wearing like. Expensive shoes and thrift store clothes.
2: I
1: so, you went away this weekend and it got a better understanding of the world, apparently. Yeah. Okay.
3: I know everything now.
1: I'm happy for you.
3: <laughs> it's good to get rooted. I went to the beach. You
1: got rooted? Oh, rooted. which beach?
3: Just like TJ. Tybee Island in Georgia.
2: <laughs> I, I didn't get that rooted. <laughs> 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 I
1: haven't been rooted in a ever. Oh, okay. Um,
0: so, Snake of the Week. <laughs> Wait, what? Why all are you starting right. off with Snake hey, of the Week? Hey! <laughs> I love we it, started Andy. Off with Sna- we started off with Snake of the Week, like, last time, you
1: know. I don't know why we did that, but I do yeah. remember
3: doing
0: so, it. Who wasn't no. here last time? All right. Who wasn't here last time? Was it me?
3: Was it me? I don't know. Well, I thought we good. were all here. Maybe we were.
0: I don't
3: know. Yeah. yeah. yeah Andy wasn't here. If we were
0: here, I wasn't. Uh, all right. I, so, I Snake of the Week. So, now okay. Andy needs to make up for it. Um... So, remember when you had the person in the cafeteria who just, like, spilled their stuff yep. and then didn't clean it up? Mm-hmm. That was me. Or, this, like, person does that this morning. And it's like, really? We have called you out. Respond to being called out. The same Wait, Eat like, you think it it's probably, the same person? It probably was the same person. <laughs>
3: Um yeah, like that, that that is that's a double snake. We call that, that she's becoming Medusa at yeah. this point. She's got two snakes on her head. And dang, yeah, do yeah, I have that's a snake? A Hydra of the
0: week? When, when you cut off ones, yes. two. <laughs> one. Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: ah. Hydra, that's that yeah. I was so ready. <laughs> All different sorts of mythology. The month. Do y'all have what? snakes of
1: the week? I've already briefly addressed my snake of the week and it's whomever gave me mono.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that. <laughs> What about you, TJ. I'm all love and positivity, so no, I don't have a snake of the week. You. <laughs> well,
3: that wraps. Up. I don't. I don't know if I have one. I feel kind of on the spot now. I, mean, I haven't thought MIA, of it. I feel like just from from the, here.
1: Oh, okay,
2: wait. From- oh
1: my god, TJ, where have you been? You've been MIA recently. Crazy.
2: <laughs> wait, what was that for? <laughs> I mean, that's all I had to say. I just, I Uh, haven't, like, interacted with people. uh, I know. Guys, he tried to, like, bully me on air, but it didn't work. It is loud Oh, it It worked? It worked because
1: Andy and Anthony both laughed.
2: (laughs) It didn't. So I got what I wanted. So I was like, wow. I got what I wanted. That's really lame. Uh, It must suck being basic. (gasps) Next. All right. What's our (laughs) topic for (laughs) today? I'm hurting. I'm so funny. You attacked Phil. Okay.
3: What is our topic for today, Anthony? Um, um I didn't understand exactly what this topic meant. I just saw the, the subject, uh black friend slash gay friend.
1: I think it was the idea of people um characterizing their gay friend or their black friend. Mm-hmm. Um like kind of like people pocketing up their gay friend or their black friend and then bringing them out and they need like comedy or something.
3: Mm,
0: yeah. Or I'm not racist because I have my black yeah, friend. Funny, <laughs> or I'm not homophobic because I have my gay friend. Like, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Go
3: ah. Uh, to quote Donald Trump, look at my African American right here. That video. A prime A prime example in the public.
1: Why? Okay. I'm I'm not gonna come for you anymore tonight. Like um, what? I just don't know why you look like that tonight.
2: <laughs> what do you mean you look like what? You look lost. I think it's the haircut. Do you know where you are, man? No, I just had to regroup from what I just What did you see? I was like on the gun girl thing. Yeah. Okay, let it let it be. I think it was really funny. What's right. gun girl?
1: That girl on Twitter who has the gun. I haven't heard of her. What's your name? Uh Karen K- Bennett. Caitlin Bennett. Caitlin Bennett. Caitlin Bennett.
3: And what does she do?
2: Oh, that's all I had to say about it. Uh,
1: (laughs) Caitlin Bennett is this girl. She went to this college in Ohio, I believe. Uh, The one where there was a school shooting there in the 70s. The government killed Trent State, not Trent State, Kent State. Kent State, she went to Kent State. She posted this picture with her gun like two years ago when she graduated. Oh, for like
2: graduation pictures? Yeah, for graduation pictures.
1: And now she is like a gun advocate. She claims to be a women's advocate. Um. Yeah, she's always, no matter the occasion, she has a gun with her. Just look Jeez. her up on yeah.
2: Twitter.
3: How, how do you spell? I'm trying to find this. Is it with a K? K-A-I-T? Yeah. yeah. Caitlin Bennett. Look up gun girl. <laughs> Just gun girl? Okay. I'm sure she'll buy gun that. girl. Because I need to, you know, you, I don't know if y'all know how I feel about guns, but I, I hate those things. Mm.
2: America, yeah. I think they're cool. I kind of want one.
1: Yeah.
3: Is this her? Yeah. With right. this, <laughs> she's oh, yeah. like, "I'm a gun diva." I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of crazy. What, what's her What's her whole thing? Like, what's her agenda? What does she do? She just wants like everyone to have guns, like gun rights advocate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's who she is?
3: <clears throat> I just feel like that's dangerous to me. Why is she walking around with that thing? You know, that's I don't, unnecessary. I just don't know what she needs that for. Exactly. It's it's unnecessary. There is no need.
0: I think I would be fine with guns if they weren't so ridiculous. Like, why do you need an <laughs> No, but really, though. So
3: many buttons. Like, why do you need Andy's going an off today, assault? guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I love it. I'm no, no. Give me okay. more.
0: Like, we're not at war, people. All right. I'm going to go now. I'm going no! back to my producer corner.
2: <laughs> Don't let TJ scare you away. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Wait, I didn't. Did that scare you away?
0: No. No, we're good. We're good. Don't you finish your thought? Yeah, but we need therapist teaching.
1: Wait, did you guys know Andy had a girlfriend? <gasps> yeah.
0: Since yeah, when? Oh, uh, yeah. Also, her mom listens to the show. Hi, Vivian's mom. You're wonderful.
3: Hey, thanks. Wait, I think I did know you had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. It Good. was
1: mentioned some in some form of passing, and yeah. none of us ever talked about it.
3: It was never podcast official. Yeah. The, obviously, the new form of Instagram official and Facebook official. Why obviously, are you, you staring,
1: staring at me? I am scared. I, I can't insecure. look at you when I talk to you. I feel insecure now.
3: I guess just because I'm so handsome,
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that guys this is our last episode of the first season of okay, I get that I'm talking and I get that it's polite to look at the person when are talking, but i've I've addressed the fact that I'm insecure today, so I am not sure everyone's staring at me. why are you insecure? I don't know okay.
3: Mikey, here's the thing, like it's nothing. I think it's the mono nothing is gonna be revealed by us looking at you that we don't already know or see. You're wait. just you're the same Mikey Maybe as you were you yesterday. from
1: you guys. I wait, feel like you're wait, finding do, out.
0: Hang on. Do we have therapist Anthony in the house? I think we do. Therapist Anthony.
1: So, it's our last episode telling you about the chance of shade this season. Thank you so much for for, for listening for seven episodes. It means a lot. Love it really
3: you. does. Like some people have listened to all of them and that's pretty crazy. That's pretty freaking crazy. I've I've had a good time. I got a new Tinder match. Doing this,
1: good. Who is it? How do they look? Andy. Uh Uh-oh. Is it Andy? I'm unmatching. He's not cute. (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: You don't
3: think I'm cute? (gasps) Andy, no. So you can match with someone, and then once you get, like, yay, you both picked each other, then you can unmatch and just throw it away? Yeah. Dang. So you could really just be swiping yes to everybody. And then deciding later. Which is just increasing your odds. Theoretically... I think it could work in application, too.
1: I'm so tired.
3: Everybody's checked out today. TJ's glued to the phone. Mikey doesn't want to be looked at. I
1: have mono. (laughs) At the end of the day, I don't know what his excuse is, but I have mono.
3: Everyone's got an excuse. I don't. I just don't care. Next. Wow. (laughs) Next. (laughs)
2: Honesty. The best policy. True. That's the negative Well,
3: Andy, you got anything on your mind that you want to say? I think I feel like you've been taking the floor today in a really good way, and I appreciate that.
0: Oh well, that's really bad if I'm taking the floor.
1: Okay, I love this season. It's so, of Sunny me with a yes, chance I of did. shade. Yes, I did. Yeah, uh,
2: American Horror Story. Oh, they're like tying every season I together, and I'm like,
1: ugh. I love that shit. all the male witches are gay. I always knew I was a witch, and now mm-hmm. it's like confirmed. Okay. Oh yeah, what are y'all planning to be for Halloween? y'all been thinking about that at all?
2: I have a couple ideas rolling around. Yeah. I've never yeah. really celebrated Halloween,
3: so is that like against your religion? No, I just haven't. It's just, just not really a fan. I
2: didn't really celebrate
1: until I got to college, and it's been fun ever since.
3: Yeah, college Halloween is kind of cool. Anyway, I enjoy.
1: So my first idea is a croissant um, because I <laughs> I love croissants and I think it'd be funny to be a croissant. You do love croissants. So I like that. I might be a croissant. I also, might be Aunt Jemima and my friend Maggie. We pancakes. But I don't know. We'll see. You seem
0: pretty hungry. Yeah, like, there's like the breakfast.
1: Age of Mind was a reference in a different part of my life. Um, not necessarily food related. Croissant <laughs> clearly was a reference to my love for croissants. So, mm. would you they like need croissants also? in the calf.
0: Do you want to tell us about Aunt Jemima?
1: Those who know about Aunt Jemima know about Aunt Jemima, and that's all that matters.
0: But those who don't know about Aunt Jemima are our listeners.
1: (laughs) Oh, some of our listeners know, some don't, and they don't need to know. We're getting closer and
0: closer. She's
1: private, she is who she is, and that's all that everyone needs to know.
3: All right, we're getting even closer. You know what it is.
1: I don't know where you're (laughs) pretending. Um, That hurt me. (laughs) Oh, that hurt me.
3: (laughs) Of course, I know what it is. That doesn't mean that, you know, Andy's girlfriend's mom knows what it is.
2: It hurt. I'm
3: so sick. Anyway, so TJ, you're not, you're just not even acknowledging Halloween or at least not in any way. I mean,
2: I will. Whatever happens, happens, you know.
3: Whatever clothes you throw on that day.
2: Yeah. I actually think I was Michael Jackson. I had like a wig and everything.
3: Oh, that's funny. That's
2: why I have, but.
3: I like that. Andy, what about you, man? This is your first year on Belmont. I know you're trying to show out at all the parties.
0: No, I don't... Parties are too much effort. Like, really, though. No, I'm probably going to do David Bowie. Maybe Marty McFly. I haven't given it too much thought yet.
3: Nice. I like that. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Andy, how's your freshman year going? We're almost done with the first semester. I mean, freshman year is going great. How's your transition from... (laughs) Um, from senior year to uh, <laughs> Andy's second. Like, there's supposed to be something wrong <laughs> I actually like it here <laughs> no, like, tell me
3: about
0: it no, really, the, I, I think that's actually actually a good point I think everyone always assumes everything is bad, you know my mom yes. always calls me, like, what's wrong and I'm like hi, nice to see you everything's great and it's just, it's just weird why, is, why does everything have to be bad all the time
2: Dude, anyone I
0: else, feel that, anyone else want to throw
2: some... That's so weird, because like, my freshman year light. experience... I was a hot mess. I would call my mom. I was crying. Hmm. Yeah, same. I <laughs> would go home. I would literally go home all the time. What about
3: you, Mikey? Uh, you're love, you're, you're, a, I, you're a junior now, so you're yeah. a seasoned... I love freshman game. year.
1: I'm, like, I'm the oldest one here. I love freshman
3: Big year. Big Mikey.
1: Stop! <laughs> oh, my God. Don't ever call me that again. <laughs> um, I love freshman year... Um, <laughs> The only year I've disliked was this one. I go home all the time, you know?
2: Yeah. We know.
1: Mm. But I agree. I don't know why there always has to be a problem. Like, why is it like a trend to hate Belmont? You know? Like, why is everyone go, oh, I hate Belmont. We all hate Belmont. Ugh. Like, it's not, that's not necessarily true. It's not like, a good culture. I mean, I, there's things I don't like about Belmont, but if I hated it, I wouldn't go here. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I do hate Belmont.
1: Yeah. There's like, there's, no matter where you go, there's so many things that you don't like yeah. about the institution. But, like, why does it have to be this culture of I hate, I hate, I hate?
2: That's what I don't get. Especially, like, if you go on, like, our community page and stuff, there's always something that people are up in arms about. And I'm like, honey, you pay for this. You can go take your money somewhere else. Speaking of... It's too
0: expensive to not like it.
2: Yeah. So
0: true.
1: Speaking of the community page... My car was featured on the community page uh, for a bad parking job. Ooh. And I said, this is disrespectful. <laughs> because here's the thing. I parked real fast. I had to run in and grab something. And then literally probably within 10, 10 to 15 minutes, I came back. I said, oh, my God, I parked so bad. I had to grab something from my car. I literally backed up, fixed it, and went back in and said, okay, whatever. So then I left. I was scrolling through. And I said, oh, my God, that's my car. Someone is rude. (laughs) I really felt so bad. I went, let me fix it real fast. I fixed it, ran back inside, you know, whatever. Just disrespectful. Almost commented, but I didn't want to expose
2: myself. That is pretty savage. (laughs) She's just rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally took a picture of the whole car and yeah. everything. I, I, I knew it was just the but, second I saw
1: no, it. But the thing is, is you know how you can park closer to one edge of the thing and like whatever? She purposely, he or she, I don't know who it was, purposely parked closer to that end. Because like, yes, uh, I was kind of on the line, but there was like a huge gap of space to the left of their car that they could have backed up and like got in the middle and like been fine. They just want to be fucking funny. Oh, they should be funny <laughs> on um, social media.
3: It was a double whammy. She was guilty just as much as you.
1: Yeah. I don't like us both keep
2: assuming that it was a woman.
3: I thought he said she so I just I went. Was with it was a
2: woman. I don't know. who. It I, definitely was a woman. I know <laughs> <the> so. <laughs> that a joke. Not that it matters if a woman or man, I'm just saying. It was People a girl. just
1: assume that women are bad drivers. That was not what was going on here, but
2: that
3: is another social issue, I I'm guess. Low- Oh man, we we had him for a minute. <laughs> Exerted all of his all of his mono energy. <laughs> that laugh though,
1: the laugh gets time. My tummy hurts.
3: Oh, we should uh, just okay.
0: record your laugh and then like play it back. So then you only have to do it once. <laughs> <against. laughs> oh yeah, Belmont hatred.
3: Yeah, Belmont hatred. You see it everywhere. You know what else is part of the culture here is like I'm tired. Everyone's just always tired for some reason. And I mean, I get it. I get tired. No.
2: I think people are in classes, people have work and I don't it's know tired. because I wake up at five
1: a m Tuesday through Friday, go to work for several hours, go to class for several hours, then sometimes do r a stuff right after sometimes and I'm not that tired. I'm tired right now' mono. But yeah. in general, you have plenty of time to get out, body go to
2: bed. Processes and like metabolisms are then why, so different. They like, need to
1: stop staying up until one a.m. getting drunk and popping and go to bed these times. Every night, Woo. people study, people go to class, no, I, people work. People I, ha, have I have a full. I, no, no 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 no, 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 no. Because no, because I have two jobs. No, I have
2: two jobs. No, 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 no. I have two jobs too.
1: Okay, you're gonna let me talk and let me finish. Okay
3: And I gotta finish too because TJ cut me off too. He said no. I was in the middle of making. My damn no, point. No, because
1: we're not gonna discredit. Have, no, I'm not discrediting people. I'm not. Some okay. people are tired, yeah. but there definitely is a culture at most universities and colleges in general of this "I'm so tired" thing, and it's simply exactly. not true. Because I, like I said before, am working from five a.m.
2: throughout the rest of the day. That's good for you.
1: And the thing is. Is I know that this is my schedule. that This is what I have to do. So I allot time to in my a schedule, a design schedule, to make sure I get everything I need to get done done. So I'm yes. studying between this time and this time. And yes, it's it's more strict, and I can't like leave my schedule as much and like be as free. But that's what I have to do to maintain what I need to do, and also get enough rest and be you know happy. Whatever. I yeah. can go to bed before 11 o'clock every night. Simple. Not I like so that. You may not be able to I hang like out with that. your friends, but you can get your homework done and still go to bed if you really don't want to be that tired.
3: You can make We're time really- for everything. That's why they made the weekends, you know? And, and and what I'm saying with this whole culture too is that, sure, you could be tired at the end of your day, but these people are tired in the morning. They're tired in class. They're tired after class. They're tired at dinner. They're tired all the freaking time. What if you just like... Change your mindset and not be not treat everything like a drag anymore. Like what Andy was saying before, yeah. you know how everybody's saying that, you know, um, whatever you're saying, you know, how pe- people people just get so down about stuff. I feel like a lot of it is just mental, and that comes with the tiredness. Like, I could be super tired before this because I was in speech class, and it was boring. But then I come here, and I'm like, I'm ready to go, and I'm yeah. rejuvenated. And I didn't get sleep in between. <laughs> you know? yeah, why is it every time you ask, hey, how are you?
1: Tired? Like, yeah. you're not tired. You know what I'm talking about. You just sat in class for it's 50 real. minutes, and you're like, your brain might be tired, but go- walk around, you're fine. Dang. Yeah, Ew. take a breath. I love taking
3: a breath of fresh air. It just revives my day. Nugget of wellness. It's just
1: so weird that you and I agree and we don't agree. Okay, continue. Go off.
3: Yeah, TJ, tell us your side uh, of this. I've
2: lost it. I'm uninterested. He though. was
3: on his phone the whole time. No. Usual TJ antics.
2: Go off, sis. I, no, a I think. Bite or okay. something.
0: I think kind of to your point, though. I get um, you.
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think kind of
0: just in general. <laughs> He's ready to go off. Yeah, I was. Um... People spend so much time complaining that if you stop complaining about something and then actually take that time to deal with the problem, so, like, you complain, I'm so tired so much that if you just invested some time, like Michael was saying, invest some time to actually sleep and, like, to get rest, then you wouldn't be complaining all the time and, like, yeah.
3: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I have a tough time getting sleep at night because I just want to be addicted to YouTube. But mm. I know why I'm tired. Then the next day, at least I don't complain about it. Then I can just be like, you know, the only person you have to blame is your, is yourself, unless you have some kind of medical condition. And I'm sure there's you know things you can do to fix that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, like I'm sympathetic I a, to those. Mm-hmm.
0: So for like one of my classes, we had this assignment that was going to take like probably not very long. I think I did it in like an hour. And this one guy's complaining to me for like 30 minutes about how he doesn't have time to do it. And it's like, quit complaining and just do it. He <laughs> would be so fine right now. <laughs> I love that. This is a true story.
1: <laughs> you cannot make this shit up, people. What do you have to say, Trenton?
3: Oh, I'm done. I'm not, I, I don't have anything else to Are say. Are you sure? I, don't, I think don't think you're done. We
2: don't want to
1: silence you.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Let your
2: opinion be heard. I'm good. He like, okay? This I, this does not have to be awkward After everything After every time I speak There's just like this awkward silence Cause you got some tood going on okay, Wait wait on. Okay. I definitely don't have Wait nice another conversation
1: Why do people feel like They have to silence themselves Once their opinion doesn't match The rest of the group You know Have you ever noticed mm, That's a good question No like this isn't an attack <laughs> at you It's just the situation It's very much an attack No you, the situation but, reminded, Oh my god This situation reminded me of a thing. I know in one of my classes, it's uh, one of my calm classes. It's like this theory is called a silence or the spiral of silence theory, and basically, um, in situations where we're in a large setting of people, or even it can be a small setting of people who don't disagree with us, we just don't voice our opinion because mm. it's safer. And I know I've personally have done that, especially growing mm. up, like in Me school. Too. Like when people have political discussions, and like I know I don't agree with that, I don't feel the need to voice my opinion because I know it's not going to change it. But I also feel part of me feels afraid to voice my opinion because of the backlash that you would get by voicing it. So why?
2: Interesting. Why do we feel afraid? What do you? What do I'm you? I'm not afraid from? of anything. I voice my opinion.
1: No <laughs> one's throwing shade at you. We're literally. I know, out I, of know, our I, mean, I don't feel but afraid. But you're feeling I voice so my defensive, and
2: that that's. And, so you've uh, never felt afraid to voice your opinion. I mean, before, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. not in this instance, but like we're not t- t- <laughs> referencing! I know. Head, wow, happens. y'all are like making this more complicated than has to be. You know,
3: people operate in in groups. You know, a, a big part of the human experience is social connections from the moment you're born all the way throughout your life, and so I think that goes to say a lot. You know, it is part of our biological tendencies, you know, the way we behave and stuff, and especially during your teenage years, you know, the time when you actually start having opinions about things, you know, things bigger than like what's your favorite food, is the time when you start to want to gravitate towards a hive or a group more often. And that's how we get caught in these in these traps of like, you know, only talking to people who agree with you about everything. And in the same vein is um not really being comfortable expressing your opinion around people who feel the opposite. So I think a lot of it is that developmental thing you know when you're a teenager it's like it's so hard to disagree with other people because you'll be chastised for it
1: it's also like oh I don't want to cut you off I'm
3: sorry no it's cool yeah go for it
1: like going off of that it's also like in this idea that Everyone has to get, like, dragged for what they believe. Like, why yeah. do we have to attack everyone? Like, it's just mm-hmm. unnecessary. Well, I don't know uh, what the faces are for, but I will drag you today in this studio, and I will not think twice about I, it. Goodbye, TJ. everyone
2: to know that I have done absolutely nothing today to deserve this. Oh, they're going to hear it on the pod. <laughs> what? <laughs> he hates that. There's nothing to say. We said... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's nothing.
3: Here. But, um... Yeah, Mikey, I definitely I see where you're coming from with that. I think I think certain things though. <laughs> I think I think certain things though you have to call out. Would you Would you agree?
1: Oh, I agree. There are certain things that <laughs> there are certain things that need to be addressed in a timely manner. Um, I agree, but I think the way that people address certain things um, come across. As an attack, which doesn't enhance your argument, it's actually detrimental to yourself and your own ethos by the way that you handle situations when not necessarily confronting people, but mm. addressing a situation.
3: Yeah, like it's about the way that you confront the situation. Yeah. It's not about just telling them, like you could tell somebody that they're wrong, but if you say it all angry, you know, flailing yeah. your arms and getting mad, that's not going to be as effective as. As handling it in a civil discourse, you know, civil discourse is the way we all learn, and if only we could do that more.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
3: Now, how do you feel about protest? Because protest is like a one-way conversation. You know, just the masses in the street taking. You know, sometimes protest can get can get crazy. Other times, it's very very peaceful. I, I wonder how you feel about that concept. I'm in a big to fan this.
1: of peaceful protesting. Not a fan of. um using violence or, um, a lot of protests you see like looting and stuff like like, uh, vandalism, stuff like that. I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff just because it does affect your ethos. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't reflect well on the cause. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to inspire change, you have to show that, um, your cause, your organization is worthy of, um, people wanting to make that change you know, uh, so if you're saying this is our organization, this is what we believe, and then your actions show that you are being violent and all those other things, no one's going to be open to accepting you and your thoughts and beliefs because of the way, that, of the actions of people. Um, one thing is like the Black Lives Matter movement. Since it is like a leaderless movement, um, people can do things under the idea or under the, um... Organization or the cause of Black Lives Matter, and the whole group is affected by it. So um, the difference, like in Good Black point. Lives Matter and the Civil Rights Movement, is that the Civil Rights Movement there was a hierarchy, there was a leaders, there were leaders and people below them, people below them. So everything that was done was orchestrated by the leaders. Whereas Black Lives Matter, I can go out and do a Black Lives Matter protest right now, and if I say I'm doing it under Black Lives Matter, the whole Black Lives Matter is being uh, associated with what I'm doing. Um, so. Looking at that as any other protest, um, you have to be able to make sure that what you're doing is benefiting your cause, your organization, whatever it may be in the best light possible, so people are more open to accepting what you're trying to say.
3: I love every point that you made that's so true, and that that could be the downfall of organizations like that, you know where where it's kind of a blanket cause because it can be yeah. so inviting to so many people, but then again, the downfall of it is that. I mean, we see that done with religions. You know, people criticize entire religions because of the actions of a few people. And, and you know, it goes the same way with the social groups. And, and what you were saying made me think, so in a, uh. in, a, <laughs> in a discourse, like, you know, maybe a conversation like this, you know, getting, getting all up in arms is not appropriate. But you think that, like, when it's in a group protesting in the streets is, like, an appropriate way to flag attention. That way maybe one person could give a speech and speak civilly because you know even protesting you know involves chanting rah 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 that 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 is you know civil when you compare it to you know what it is a parade or whatever but in a room that's not very civil yeah so you think it's just situational
1: i will be honest and tell you that i did zone out and the majority of what you're talking about i'm so sorry (laughs) i have no idea what the question
3: is andy tell me your thoughts i'm
1: so sorry i can't address it because i don't know what you said
0: well so i've worked with um I've worked with marches and I've worked okay. with protests and <laughs> um, I think sometimes um I remember this one I was working with there was the whole group of us who within the group, we all had differing opinions on how we should have gone about um, the change we wanted, and so I think it's just really. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, I think it's just kind of like you were saying with the Black Lives Matter. um, It's kind of hard having to have a group under one identity when um, all of these issues that are always being presented and the main topics that you're seeing, all these protests are, aren't so black and white as we like to think they are. And we live in such a polarized climate these days that um, we ha- we all think that everything's just, oh, you're on this side, or you oh, you're on this side. But there's so much middle ground that could be achieved, I think.
3: Oh, yeah. And speaking politically, there's so much outside of the middle that doesn't get voiced Mm -hmm. you know i mean right now we have a president that that's airing out a lot of the far right concerns but like you know it's it's up to celebrities to talk about um socialism you know we don't really Mm -hmm. hear much of that at all from the democratic party and so that you know that's something that we don't get to hear a lot of and I think it just goes to show that yeah, there is so much variety on the spectrum of politics and a lot of other issues too. Like mm-hmm. you said, it just everything is just so precise to who you are, how you were raised, where you're from. And we uh, we've just gotten into the habit of just making the biggest groups we possibly can that can just pit against each other. It's almost like human nature, you know. We just can't mm-hmm. get along for some reason. Since the beginning of time, we've just been fighting each other, trying to one up each other, just building teams and battling. Mm. It's like a microcosm of humanity. <laughs> to be or not to be. Word of the week
0: is microcosm.
3: Mm, microcosm. Mm. Definition, a smaller version of something, <laughs> roughly.
0: <laughs> that was a microcosm of the definition. <laughs> Hopefully.
3: <laughs> All right. TJ, you got a nugget for us this week? I don't. No? All right. Let me think. Of it. Okay. I can come up with one if you want.
0: No, I was just geez. having a conversation. You got one, Andy? I do not have one. I drink right. water, that's about
1: it. That's what I was going to say. Wait, I went to the doctor and she said, When was the last time you had water? I said, It hurts me to drink, so I haven't had water in two days. She said, Oh, <gasps> not good. I that makes said, me gasp. No, I said, I said, It hurts to swallow. She said, What was the last time you ate? I said, I tried to take a little sip of soup, but it hurts. It really hurts so bad. I was crying yeah, when I drank drinking water. I said, <laughs> Try tea. No, it's anything, any liquid going down my throat. Anything. Hurts. Okay.
0: Really, though, oh, I'm sorry. drinking water is, like, so important. Like, my skin has been doing so much better. And Ooh! I will say, like, 90% of it has been because I've started carrying a water bottle. And so, like, I know how much I'm drinking. And I know, like, oh, I can just fill it up. And then whenever I'm thirsty, I can just take a sip.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. You drink water.
0: water. Water is good.
3: Drink water. Y'all ever heard of I Love McConan? He made that song. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. Y'all familiar? Yeah. Yeah. He he has a whole series of mixtapes called Drink More Water. He's done um, five of them. Oh, maybe six by now. He's All about water. All about the water culture. Do mm-hmm. yep. you guys... I've been going through this thing lately where I feel like whenever I drink with a straw whether it's in a cup or even in a water bottle, I drink more water because it's so much more fun than like just drinking it right out the bottle. You ever feel that way?
1: I don't know. Cause this is empty.
3: I don't like straws. <laughs> I've
1: been drinking out of cute stuff.
0: <laughs> also, I feel bad whenever I use a straw because there's so much of the like environmental thing going on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw this woman on YouTube who uh, produced like one... Like jar of like one regular size mason jar of waste in about two years. Uh, she carries jars with her in a oh, metal that. straw. Yeah, it's crazy. She's like the only waste I produce is from condoms. And I was like oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she like makes her own deodorant. It's crazy. But yeah, that mm-hmm. that is, I mean, you know, they've been rolling out those paper straws at a lot mm-hmm. of restaurants. So uncomfortable on the lips.
1: Yeah. The paper f- or metal? Mm-hmm.
3: The paper straws. That'd be cool if they did metal straw. Like in your napkin, you get a fork, knife, spoon, and a straw. Wouldn't that be great?
1: It actually sounds like it could possibly be a good idea. I know oh some gosh. people medically have to have paper straws because really? like, of different medical conditions. Like uh, the like how plastic straws are more bendable and stuff like that. Like because like, they don't have full function. Like they're like you know in the, their hands and stuff, so they have to be able to like. Oh, I see. I watched a
3: video on it. Like more accessible because their yeah. hands. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're better for the environment if you reuse i
0: <laughs> I wonder what y'all think about this. So we've seen a lot recently of how um, a lot of the media has kind of portrayed the straw issue and trying to cut back with straws. But I feel like there's so many more things. Like, that'll definitely play a part. But there's so many more things we should try and cut back on. Yeah. Um,
3: Why are we, we not talking that? about vegans?
0: Like, cow- <laughs> How do you cut back if you're a vegan? you just not eat?
3: No, I mean like consuming cows takes 300 oh, gallons oh, per okay. patty. Okay. Yeah. One, one hamburger patty takes 300 mm-hmm. gallons of feeding the cow, processing it, everything like that. That's a whole lot of water. And mm-hmm. you think about McDonald's. I mean, we're just blowing through water like it's nothing. And also, we're cutting down forests to build flat plains to raise animals to kill now i don't know why people are vegans, maybe a variety of different reasons. I was once vegan for a little second there um for the environment, you know some people are more like animal sympathizers or maybe all of the above, but you know not a lot of media coverage on on that aspect of life that could be a huge thing for for a lot of different parts of saving our earth, preserving our earth.
1: I just want to say a quick thank you to guys. Thank you to you guys for listening to our show. Um, the past seven or eight weeks have been pretty fun. This is something <laughs> that they've been okay. I said pretty fun. It's been great. Um, this is something that TJ and I really decided we wanted to do the summer, and to see our dream come true has been amazing. Um, I love loved working with Anthony, TJ, and Andy um, the past couple of weeks, and I want to say thank you to Andy and Anthony both for helping and coming along on this journey. And thank you to the fans for also coming on this journey with us. We have a lot to learn. We're still learning. And we are looking forward to making the podcast the best that it can be.
3: That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It was Thanks a good guys. season. So take it out. Let me tell them about the new song. So this will be coming out on Monday. This song is called Nauseous. It's a song that I wrote back over the summer um, when I was driving home from work. I was in my brother's car. He was driving me, and I was literally feeling carsick. I think because I was like playing my DS, maybe, or maybe I was just like on my phone and was getting some motion sickness. I was also just going through some relationship things, and it all just culminated to be the topic of this song. It's been a long time coming—from producing the beat, writing it, shooting the video. Shout out to Issa, who's featured on here once. She, uh, you know, took my iPhone and shot the video on there, and then I just edited it over the past few weeks. And I'm really glad to be bringing it to you guys. So. What you're hearing now is Nauseous by me, Anthony Cinco. Check out the pod, Sunny with Shade, on Instagram. And please subscribe, tell a friend, tell a parent. We love tell you guys. Tell your girlfriend's mom. Tell your girlfriend's mom. That's all we got to say. Any last words, Andy? Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Do
1: you have any last words?
2: Oh, I said, I said thank you, guys. <laughs> See you next time. So <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I long for your kisses and I'm so dependent.
4: I fucked up again and I know it's so shitty. I wish I didn't live in a different city. You see, What varies between you and me's perspective. And I'm shotgun losing my head of depression. I think I'm to throw up if I don't connect to you. I feel nauseous. All I want to say, but I cannot yet. All these dolls in there is not a process. Everything inside my fucking conscience. I feel sick, I think I need a doctor. I feel nauseous, call the doctor, call the surgeon. I feel nauseous, I feel car sick. I feel nauseous, I feel nauseous, I feel nauseous. I feel nauseous. Run away from me, I feel like Kanye. Kanye, All day, Kanye, Kanye. In the end, I do deserve what I get. away from me like it's a medley poison hearts are deadly i'm feeling unsteady i'm feeling unsteady i'm feeling so nauseous i better be cautious you almost left me look at the mirror like why this whenever you're not beside me you're as real as
1: a mirage
4: everything out of the open
1: everything is so blinding.
4: Baby, your hearts were on fire My hand on the heart that you gave me The one that's encrusted with diamonds Tell me all that you've been missing about me I gotta switch it up, I'm higher. Inside of my mind is so vibrant When I'm praying to God, your presence is prime. i awake this deafening silence Cause I know you're in Tennessee crying you in Tennessee crying. You Tennessee cry Moving so fast and I'm tempted to jump out this window I cannot handle this limbo I gotta know is the heart in the cards. If not, I'ma leave earth, yeah. lift off. I feel nauseous. All I want to say, but I cannot yet. All these thoughts in there, it's not a process. Everything inside my fucking conscience. I feel sick, I think I need a doctor. I feel nauseous. Call the doctor. Call the surgeon. I feel nauseous.
1: Anything else we want to talk about? I'm trying to think some.
0: Your voice went really. Yeah, uh, I was like, whoa. Anything anything else we want to talk about right now?
1: Okay, (laughs) what we want to do is bully people. Just That's
0: it's not happening. bullying. Oh, yeah. oh, you won't do it. No. It's bullying people. Okay. I'm, I'm not All right. That was rude. I, I, mon- I apologize. I have, I
1: have mono, so.
4: Oh, boy.